Hello and welcome to this episode of Ways to Change Your Workplace. This one is going to be a really good one to help you uplift your leadership game. Hello and welcome to this solo episode of the Ways to Change Your Workplace podcast with myself, your host, Prina Shah. And I'm answering a question that so many people ask me, and that is, how can I influence people at work? Now, if you haven't already, you need to check out the episode with Ren Sagil, my friend from New Zealand, who is a sales expert, and the episode with Deb Zahn about how you can be more influential at work. That's one of the most listened to episodes. And still, I get so many questions from people about how I can influence people at work, So here we go. Influencing people at work involves various strategies and approaches to effectively communicate your ideas, gain support for your initiatives, and to build positive relationships. So I'm going to launch into some tips to help you to influence people in your workplace. Tip number one is to build rapport in a genuine manner. So develop genuine connections with your colleagues by showing interest in their perspectives, actively listening to them and engaging in conversations beyond work-related topics. So the water cooler conversations, getting getting to know people at a deeper level. Establishing trust and rapport creates a foundation for influence, you see. Tip number two. Communicate effectively, so clearly articulate your ideas, your thoughts and your opinions. Use concise and persuasive language, providing evidence or examples to support your points. And also remember to tailor your communication style to the listening preferences of the individuals that you're trying to influence. Adapting to their communication styles and needs is really, really important. And this is often the missing piece of when people are trying to be influential in a workplace. If you're an airy-fairy talker and you're speaking to someone who needs the data and for you to get to the point immediately, you're going to piss them off. So before you talk to anyone, communicate effectively and get to know what their listening style is. Point number three. Understand others' perspectives. So put yourself in the shoes of your colleagues. Expand your echo chamber and try to understand their viewpoints, their needs and their concerns. By showing empathy and considering others' interests, you can tailor your approach to address their specific motivations and priorities. Now here, we're talking about tapping into other people's unmet needs. It's really important for you to expand your thinking to consider about, consider the other's perspective. Tip number four, seek common ground. Find shared goals or interests to align your ideas with those of your colleagues. Identify areas where your objectives and their objectives intersect emphasizing the mutual benefits and positive outcomes that can result from your proposed ideas or changes. And if you can't seek common ground, explain why you disagree and make a valid case for it. Show them what's in it for them. Tip number five, be a problem solver. Present solutions rather than just whining about the problems. When discussing issues or challenges, offer constructive suggestions 
and alternative approaches. Think outside the box. This proactive mindset demonstrates your commitment to finding resolutions and can influence others to support your ideas. Tip number six, lead by example. Demonstrate competence, professionalism and integrity in your work. Be reliable and consistent. Consistency is king or queen in delivering quality results. When you set a positive example, others are more likely to respect and follow your lead. Uh, Seth Godin, I've been researching a lot about all things marketing, and he talks about the fact that people need to know you, people need to like you, and people need to trust you for you to be influential. So remember that. Tip number seven, build a network of support. Cultivate relationships with influential individuals within your organization and do it in a genuine manner, not a sycophantic manner. You can read through that. That's just complete bullshit. So collaborate on projects, seek people's advice and involve them in your initiatives. Having advocates or mentors who can vouch for your ideas can significantly increase your influence. Tip number eight, active listening. Pay close attention to what others are saying. This is such an important skill. Have your ears open and show genuine interest in other people's ideas. You can learn so much from that. Actively listen by maintaining eye contact, nodding and asking relevant questions. Not brain fart questions, relevant questions. This demonstrates respect and makes others feel valued, increasing the likelihood of them reciprocating and considering your perspectives. Tip number nine. This is a really important one. Adapt your approach. Different people respond differently to different influencing tactics. So you really need to be flexible in your approach and adapt your communication style to match the preferences and personalities of those that you are trying to influence. Let's take you going into the executive to present on whatever case that you want to build, for example. Do your research beforehand. What are the communication styles of these executives? What are their listening styles? If you in your workplace do uh, psychometric tests and tools such as DISC or PRINT or the human synergistics various tools, check out what their results are. Prepare yourself. Be armed with that knowledge because then you will truly influence people by adapting your approach to their style. Some individuals may be swayed by logical arguments, while others might be more motivated by emotional appeals or personal relationships. Just check out what people need. And then last but not least, tip number 10, be patient and persistent. It's about consistency. Influencing people takes time and it takes effort. So be patient and be persistent in presenting your ideas and building support. If your suggestions are initially met with resistance, find out why. Be open to feedback. Ask those questions and then make necessary adjustments and continue to advocate for your proposals. But if anything, don't give up. Keep at it. Because remember, influencing others should be done ethically, respecting the boundaries and the rights of the people that you work with. Genuine influence is built on trust collaboration and a shared commitment to the success of the team or the organization. So I wish you well 
in developing your influencing skills. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. If you like this episode, check out the show notes and sign up to my newsletter. That will help your workplace to be less shitty. It's full of novel ideas, good food for thought. And if you like this episode, pass it on to at least two people who will benefit. That's your good deed done for the day. Also, remember to subscribe to the Ways to Change Your Workplace podcast via your podcast provider. And I will see you in the next episode.